Blog Talk Radio. shooting then, but I, I don't know 
uh, what shooting it was, but it didn't really matter, really, because, again, there's a shooting uh, every hour. But I'm not, I'm not talking about police shooting. I'm talking about black-on-black crime. And as I was saying, I, I, I saw my brother on the Breakfast Club, Dr. Wesley Muhammad, and what he told Charlemagne when he, he asked him about the protesting and such and such going on, and Wesley Muhammad, and I'm, I'm going to play that insert a little bit later, but what I remember him saying is black lives won't matter until black lives matter to black folk. Black lives won't matter until black lives matter to black folk. And Dr. Muhammad was saying that black people are wasting time (laughs) trying to make black lives matter to white folks, to white people. And he says, unless white people have a motive or, or something to gain by a black life, then no, I'm sorry, it does not matter. Therefore, all, therefore, all the, the all the screaming and standing in the road and stopping traffic and all that stuff you're doing, selling T-shirts and singing kumbaya, doesn't mean a damn thing. Because at the end of the day, we get nothing done. But before we we can continue, and we must continue to to to, to um, uh, deal with uh, the injustice of uh, police killing, because this is this is. This whole thing started with slavery, man. They were slave patrols. Same badge. Nothing's changed. Their job was to go out there and if the slave ran away, to go catch his ass. And then when we got free, they put them in the community. And they added thousands, thousands and thousands of laws on the books to make sure that we can't, if we can't enslave them, we can lock them up, put them on the chain game. And now we got and now we got legalized free labels. Nothing has changed, bro. Nothing has changed. So in the wake of the recent shootings and killings of another unarmed young black man, we find ourselves as a people piling back into the streets of another falling city, failing silly city, only to spend precious time yelling and screaming at a system that is designed to kill and destroy the black man, black woman too. Make no mistake. Just like it was in the time of Herod in your Bible. The king set out a decree to go out and do what? Kill all the babies under two. He was trying to find Jesus. Kill them all. That Derivatives have never changed, still gunning down young black men. 400 years later, nothing has changed. And yet what has changed is the continued killing of black men, killing black men. So we're going to discuss in just a moment. So many statistics I was looking at, man, and and and, and what's so demonic too, man? When you when you start looking this stuff up, and then you you know you know 
you you start looking up statistics on on crime and things of that nature, and then you, and then you see all these white um, media. New, I mean, well, they all. I mean, the majority of them are all white, but some of the stuff they they print is a bold-faced lie. So amazing. So so amazing that they can just make up their own stuff. And, and, and I see how these young kids get caught up on these uh, bright bark. And these militia uh, militia groups look, looking at the um, looking at um, uh, different sites and seeing the numbers finagle, untrue. But yet, if you white, you know, and, and you you angry and you want to find somebody to be angry about, you go to you you go to you go to any any site, man, and, and even the government site. And the numbers are flawed. Even even when they have to admit that white on white crime is a problem too, and and, and more white men uh, kill police officers uh, uh, than black men, they always try to find a way to get out of that. Because because the truth is they they outnumber us on white on white crime versus black on black crime, and they outnumber us on on police uh, killings as well. But tonight, I want to deal with us. I want to, I, I want to deal, deal with us, man, because we got to get our stuff together, man. We have to get our stuff together. You, you, you're not going to – I hear people all, all the time say, you know, we got to end white supremacy. We got to end do this and, 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 you know, and, and kill white supremacy. How are you going to kill it when you're killing each other? How are you going, how are you going to do any damn thing when you're killing each other? So I'm looking today in Atlanta, just in Atlanta. A sister died Saturday, I think it was Saturday, when her, her boyfriend, beautiful sister, five kids, she's a registered nurse, doing her thing, got her own home, dating, dating a knucklehead. They break up, he shoots her five times. Five or seven times in, a, in, in her driveway while the kids are inside. Kills her. That's Saturday. Easter Sunday. I'm still in, in, in Atlanta. Sunday morning or Sunday, whatever it was, this sister driving, got a baby, three year old baby in the back seat, just driving home, whatever, from a little gathering. He's asleep. A great charger pulls up beside her <coughs> at a stoplight. He pulls out and shoots him into the sister's car, instantly kills the three-year-old baby. No damn reason. And then just drives off. <coughs> Another sister was killed in Atlanta. She got two boys. This jackass, he killed the mama, shot the two boys. Thank God they didn't die. He hauls ass and, and, and goes to Tampa. <clears throat> and I guess that's where he's from because they had a bolo alert on him. The police, the police finds his car. When he does arrive at Tampa, they chase him and whatnot. Get into a gunfight, now, now he's dead. All this shit, I'm, I'm telling you, was in 24 hours span. 
There were more, by the way. 24 hours. How you going to begin a revolution when, when, when you're so busy? I mean, again, may God rest uh, this brother Stephen uh, um, Clark. May God rest his soul. I, 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 mean, I mean no harm. But what I'm telling you, there were over 10 people just in Atlanta alone that died within 24 hours. Ten in this city. There was far more in, in Chicago. If you're going to close our damn, damn eyes and, and, and how these black men are, oh, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot one more. I got one more for you. You don't love this one. This young dude, dating a young girl, 27 years old, 22, whatever she was, I don't know. She, she, she uh, texting some other guy she's cheating on a boyfriend with. He reads the text and stumps her son to death. I think he was four or five years old. Stop the boy to death. Yesterday, less than 24 hours. I'm telling you, I'm sitting here and I'm watching it, and, and, and the reporters are reporting this stuff as if it is talking about uh, 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 the weather. And Dr. Wesley Muhammad is correct. White folks see this shit, and the first thing they mind is, oh my God, they're so violent. Oh my God. They're just killing each other. So when they see a Stephon Clark being murdered by a cop, the first thing they mind is, what does he do? And, and, and my point is, I'm not trying to get approval from anybody. But man, we got to clean this stuff up. The, 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 the disrespect of black women, black men, we have to come together. I know they got they got all these different uh, hundred black men organizations and, and things and, and things of that nature. But I'm telling you, man, I think every black man over 35, I don't care, you, you got kids or no kids, should find a child in their neighborhood area and mentor that child. If that child's in a single family home with no male role model, that should be your responsibility. That's what I did several times from nine years old. All the way to college. This is amazing, man. This is amazing because a lot of times people, you know, people will say, "Well, well, why would she date somebody like that?" That might be true. My problem is, how did he get to be a fool? Because he he, he is a product of his environment, and some people. Along the way, failed him, I, and I'm not justifying anybody killing killing no damn child or, or, or no woman. But but but, but this, this this constant killing of kids and women. That's all I'm seeing. I ain't seeing. I mean, well, it, it was a couple of guys uh, got killed too. So I'm lying. It was more than ten people in Atlanta. It was pistol popping this weekend. My problem is you're seeing more and more of women and children being murdered by men, boyfriends. And, and, and the one brother a few days ago, remember that jackass? He stabbed his own goddamn niece, the uncle. 
in Atlanta. That nigga was so bold, he did it right, right across from a police station. Stabbed the niece and her friend, a 16-year-old dude. For less than $100. So again, we talking about black lives won't matter to black lives matter to black people, man. To black people. I'm going to take this break and we'll come back and read some statistics that I, I found that, that was interesting um, that you might you might see as a, as a reason of why all of these killings. Take this quick break and I'll be back in just a moment. PD&K Beauty Supply, serving the North Metro Atlanta, Georgia area, features professional hair care, skin care, and beauty supply products for all occasions. Located on the corner of Alpharetta Highway and Holcomb Bridge Road, PD&K provides hair care services for braiding, sewing, corn rolls, and much, much more. Call today and make an appointment or stop by and see us. One people, one community. Hair care is what hair. PD&K Beauty Supply, designed with you in mind. Family owned and operated, God-driven. Thank you. All right, I want to, before I do that, I want to, I want to um, play this wonderful insert by our dear brother, Dr. Amos Wilson. Before I, before I read these uh, statistics uh, coming out of the Daily Wire, um, it's dealing with this, it, it says seven statistics you need to know about black-on-black crime. But I, w- I want you to listen to this thing that uh, our dear brother, Dr. Amos Wilson, he was saying this back in 1993, man, and um, he, he breaks down uh, white criminality, you know, because uh, a lot of this stuff, uh, and Dr. Dr. Joy DeGroote also, she has a book called The Post-Traumatic Slave Syndrome, and um, I urge you to go get that book by Dr. Joy DeGroote, Post-Traumatic Slave S- Syndrome, and she talks about the reasoning why black folks are so violent. That this, this this was an an inherited trait that we got through slavery that we carried on the beating the raping and all those things and uh, and the molesting because you you know they had they had they had uh, sex camps where they would even make make the mother have sex with their sons to breed them they did anything foul and degrading to them to make them feel inhumane that's why they were so comfortable by saying they're not human. Because <laughs> they, cause they knew they did everything they could to demonize you and make you in, into an animal. See, they, they had to do all this shit to, to feel comfortable, you know, and and and, and uh, good about what they were doing. But they had they they had sex camps where when they wanted to breed them, they have they have the brothers having sex with the sisters, the brothers having sex with the mothers, and and the fathers had to look at it and watch it. And a study uh, that came out uh, just last year that said that that the DNA of the trauma, because because we're the only ones that never got any help from this stuff and suffering from major mental illness, but the trauma from slavery alone, they said that that DNA is still in our systems 400 years later. That that that, that the trauma from that it travels. From your great, from our great ancestors' DNA, into our DNA. That is amazing. That is amazing. 
when I found out, I, I, I could not believe what I was hearing about the um, the trauma uh, from DNA. And um, I'm gonna see can I I'm gonna see can I find that. Yeah, I'm gonna see can I find that real quick. Um, and this in her and this in this this woman, uh, this neuroscientist, whatever you want to call her, um, they um, they found this study, and I thought that was that was amazing. And uh, I did okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna play this for you. It's a short insert. But I want you to hear the severity of this thing, man, because people think, oh, you know, that was then. Black folk love to say that. And not knowing, well, we have, we have so much uh, uh, things in our, in, in our family that we can't understand. So I'm going to play this for you in just a second. We already know that this is a gene that contributes to risk for depression and post-traumatic stress disorder. When we looked at their own children, their children also had an epigenetic change in the same spot on the stress-related gene. And this is this, this is a this, this is a full video, but and it's called the trauma of slavery is encoded in the genes of black people. The trauma of slavery is encoded in the genes of black people, and this is amazing. This is amazing, people, and it, it, you know it, it's a longer video. Uh, but but I urge you really to, to go on YouTube and check that out. But in the meantime, I'm, I'm going to play this insert real quick for my dear brother, uh, Dr. Amos Wilson, breaking down the, crimin- <laughs> the, the criminality, breaking down the criminology of, uh, of white people.
And that's our dear brother, Dr. Amos Wilson. Uh, he's breaking down the uh, white criminality. And a uh, wonderful uh, video is called Amos Wilson Breaks Down White Criminality. And I, I bring that up for you because, again, Dr. Amos Wilson and, and, and our, our dear sister, Dr. Joy DeGruy, they break down because if, if, if we're going to, if we're going to cure this thing, I'm talking about black-on-black crime. You first got to find out where, where it stems from. A lot of times with, with, with us, uh, we don't want to talk about uh, things, uh, you know, black folks love to hide stuff. No longer, no longer can we afford to hide any damn thing. When it comes to mental illness, we don't want to talk about that. A lot of folks are talking about uh, um, uh, Stefan Clark's brother, um, um, Stefani, and how he's, he's been acting a fool and this and that. The boy got mental illness. The hell you think? And now he he didn't lost he didn't just lose uh, 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 his older brother. He lost another brother too recently. A teenager. So not only is he traumatized, but he but he's suffering from mental illness. And Dr. Amos Wilson said, all, you know, all of us are suffering from mental illness because, as he puts it, if, if you if you live in, in in this in this world and you're comfortable, then you got to be out of your minds. And he says that's the only way white supremacy works. Racism and white supremacy work is you have to be out of your mind. I'm sorry. I remember hearing Dr. Claude Anderson talking about uh, back in, um, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the 30s and 40s and so forth that they had a bus line. His family owned a bus line, and I think Wilmington, North Carolina, and Winston-Salem, or whatever it was. And nevertheless, they, they, they didn't have a small bus line. They had 500 buses throughout that whole community in those cities, plural. They had two cab companies. Black folks was catching buses and doing their own thing, self-sufficient. They had, they had insurance companies, banks, you name it. Night in, in, I think back in, in, in 57 or whatever, Dr. King come, come along, and then in the 60s, and they started talking about uh, 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 busing because of what, what happened to our, our sister Rosa Parks. But you got to remember, in North Carolina, <laughs> they, had, they already had their own busing, so they didn't have a problem. But nevertheless, black folks, black folks want to get up. You know, uh, somehow they, they got duped into thinking they they want to be able to, to, to ride white buses too. But they didn't have white buses; <laughs> it was black owned. So they they ran their own bus line out of business, so they could ride on white buses. Again, you got to be out of your mind. Some of the things we have done, and we, and, and and we have lost. We have lost. The whole welfare system was set up, food stamps were set up for white folks. For white folks. In the 60s and 50s and 40s, we already had a pro, we already had programs. Remember, we, we had nobody but ourselves, man. Each other. We, we were our brother's keepers. If a woman stole your purse, you knew who he was and where he was. You caught him and beat him down. Even even with the Black Panthers and so forth. 
you, you, you had your own you had your own ambulance. Had your own meals. It had meals on wheels. What was called meals on wheels. Had that school program. Had free loan program. Had 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 health care. All this self sufficient. But when the government found out Negroes were self sufficient in in them communities, this is before they brought in the massive amount of black cops. They said, "Wait a minute! Oh hell no!" Because these folks know whenever they leave us alone, we, we, we create a Wakanda. They know this in our DNA, in the universe. So they gave us what? They gave us welfare. Told, 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 told the black woman, though, the only stipulation for you now, not the white woman, but the black woman, the black man can't be in the home. And we abandoned our own system that we had already. In place, and we accepted this. Again, as Dr. Amos Wilson says, you got to be out of your minds. In order for this thing to, to, to work, you got to be out of your minds. These killings, man, they got to stop. This, this disrespect of women must stop. Must stop. The, the neglect of children must stop. And now you understand now, back in the day, every child was accounted for on that whole block. Your child be acting a fool, anybody can take you, can straighten your child out and then kill you. Now, oh, you done got bullshit you now. Don't be, don't say it to my damn child. And look what you got now. Foolishness. You sat there and, and let Oprah trick your ass. Time out. Talk to them. Ask them, why, why are you doing this? All kind of foolishness. And I always say this. Every, every ethnicity, ethnic group has kept their traditions with black folk. Jews kept theirs. Italians got theirs. Germans got theirs. Middle Eastern got theirs. Spanish got Everybody with black folk. We want to wild out. Reality TV, chasing Kim Kardashian, goddamn Persian woman, and now the damn movie will come to come out. Now you want to now you want to put on some African gear, like it's freaking Halloween. But I ain't seen nobody yet putting putting the Wakanda together yet. Got millionaires all over uh, all over every city. Where they at? Living in white areas. Now, and I'm doing I'm doing another show on Wednesday about you know what it's time for you, it's time for all you little bougie people to bring your ass back to the community and, and I'm gonna explain to you why you don't have to so they gonna start a purge and the first house that they gonna hit is the nigger houses out there in Sugarloaf and in Buckhead please believe please believe I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play this, this other insert. That um, the Amos Wilson um, broke down. He was talking about the system as well. Again, wonderful message, man. I, I, again, if you get a chance, man, go to YouTube and check and check out Dr. Amos Wilson, and um, it's called "He Breaks Down uh, White Criminality." But in this one. 
he was talking about how the white white America are in denial in their role in creating a world of brutality, rape and robbery and murder. Deflection. And it's called cognitive dissonance. But check out check out uh what he's saying about the about how they how they create this shit. And and and, and, and then quickly pretend like oh, I don't know what happened. I, wow. What are they doing now? I can't believe that. That's the game they run. That's the game they run. And black and, and, and black folks <laughs> boy I tell you, we gotta pull it together, man. I mean, I, 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 our main thing is we, we, we have to be more concerned about black-on-black crime. You can march all you want. You can holler all you want. But, but, but then you go back home and you hear about last month that sister who, who um, got her um, income tax check and, 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 and another sister set her up, and they shoot her. For a couple thousand dollars, she did two damn kids. Now she did, and them and them three jackasses is, is in jail. And, and 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 we do this so cavalier. I mean, we 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 it, you know we kill with ease now. And, and I'm I'm trying to figure out when did when did when did black men start killing with ease? I mean, like it's nothing. So amazing, man! It's truly, truly amazing. But, but I'm, I'm telling you, many people are gonna be left behind. And, and I'm not like I said, I'm not gonna sit here and talk about the brother who, who you know, Stephen uh, Stephon Clark, who didn't like black women or whatever. You know, that, that you know, I, I feel for him. But man, we we got we we got to get together, man. I mean, th- th- this thing now is either sink or swim. And in, until we come together as a people, we will continue to drown. Here's our brother, uh, Dr. Amos Wilson, uh, breaking it down again for us. To escape their sinful existence, to escape the psychopathology that may be dogging them, it becomes important for them to literally step up. To come and confess their sins. And to atone for what they have done. And to admit the wretchedness of their existence. However, as long as the sinner, as long as the neurotic continues to deny, continues to distort, continues to rationalize, they, in a sense, then continue to cause abuse and trouble. And they continue to do harm and violence to people with, this, with which they are in contact. So, in a sense, then, since white America has not yet been in it, uh, has not yet admitted sinful nature, admitted its criminal nature, since it tries to rationalize its basic criminality, it must then continue to project criminality on other people. It must then in a sense try to make African people responsible for their own enslavement. Just as it tries to make the Indians responsible for their own decimation. In other words, then, you have a racial, psychological, a racist psychological character assassination that is ongoing. The continuing assassination of African people, which you 
again, you got to be out of your mind. <laughs> that 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 this stuff don't bother you. You got to be out of your mind. I'm gonna leave you with our, our dear brother again, Doctor Wesley Muhammad, uh, uh, telling you about black uh, black lives and black lives matter. Charlemagne, your point is right. Black lives matter should never be directed to white people. That's not a message that should go out to white people. Black lives matter should be directed to black people. Black people need to be convinced that black lives matter. White people would never be convinced that black lives matter, except there's a cost that they have to pay for not valuing white black life. When white life is at risk for not valuing black life, only then will too much time and energy trying to persuade white people. It's black people that need to be persuaded. It's black people that need to respect black life. It's black people that need to recognize the destruction the value of these portrayals. And so Hello, and thank you for watching this short video about getting more dollars into your business. My name is Minister Jill Harden, and for many businesses, it's rather easy to gain more exposure for their businesses, especially if they are affiliated with an already established company say like a Starbucks, McDonald's, or something like that. Many other companies decide not to spend any money on advertisement, and rather, they simply depend on great guest-related services that will spread and people will know you from your good works. Yet for many who truly want to get the word out for what they do and what sets their company apart, well, they tend to put their monies where their mouth is and invest in just a little into their future, which pours revenue back into that company. And that's where we come in. On the Holy Spirit Ball Talk Radio Show, we have access to the entire universe at the push of a button. Our listeners come from all parts of the world as well as locally too. And with our show, we broadcast five days a week bringing the latest and most important news to our listeners each and every week. Since we've launched the show last year in June, we have had